Hey, everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at Myself a Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. So today is episode 230, if you can even believe it, setting the stage, staging your home for sale. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> and the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 230. Okay. I, th- I love this topic. I really do because I think it is so effective and I think it's just psychologically, it's so interesting how certain spaces impact people, you know, in it, it, talk about first impression, right? Mm-hmm. And that really has Boy, to be- Boy, isn't that the truth? Right? It has mm-hmm. to be smack on and how you can, I don't want to say manipulate it, it just do some things and take some steps to really mm-hmm. um, maximize that initial impact. And also from my perspective, I am such an outlier- to the general wisdom on all of this. I, I understand it and I appreciate it and I know that it's effective, but I am completely the opposite as a buyer. If I was to buy your house, I want it to be in the <laughs> kind of like the worst shape possible. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, you're I'm an outlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. such an outlier. Like I'm like, oh yeah, we. I want that completely run down, completely cluttered with really horrible choices because you know I'm thinking – of what I'm going to do there anyway, and maybe I'm going to get a better deal. So this is, you know, the anybody else who fa- falls into the outlier camp, this is still well, great this, information to have yeah, because yeah. most people that are buying homes are not outliers. They want to come with their toothbrush and move into mm-hmm. your house and be done. Well, the other thing is on that, when I go into a house and I see sloppy things, I think, Hmm, they might not have maintained this house very well. I mean, I do make an assessment there. That's and so an when I see point. that thing, yes. I mean, so if you're going to do planning to do some major renovations, that's not a big deal. But if you're thinking, I'm wondering, did they put in the, I'm going to be here forever air conditioner or did mm-hmm. I, they put in the, I'm leaving next week, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just give me the bottom okay. level. That AC. is such a good point. Anita, but can I just say this? Our next house, we're looking for the kind of house that Kelly's looking for, uh-huh. because um, if we ever move from Stone Gable, we'll downsize, and I want to gut. I want to gut it and build it, build it fr- from good bones that it has, rebuild right. it from the good. Then bones I recommend that you. Yeah, that's right. Then I certainly and wouldn't be finding a house that's no, in great shape. Cert- obviously, exactly, and that's what we'll be looking for. And certainly, we can live in this house till. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can build and build something um, from on the base of another house. But I have to tell you a funny story. We have sold one, two, two homes. We're living in a third home and um, they sold really quickly. But when our last home sold, I was like a maniac and I had two little children. I mean, little small children. And we kept everything. And I had a minivan <laughs> and we kept everything in laundry baskets. So like I wouldn't clutter. Like, so you've been a, a, doing this for a while. Remember uh, Kelly, that's what she talks about. Remember when you hand someone the basket and say, yeah, yeah but the, I, I was using big laundry baskets, but I'm just I, saying you like, you have this basket system. I do I because I can throw everything in them. And if I would have laundry or anything, I would, I would, um, 
just pile it all into the minivan. Any clutter, any anything that was around or toys, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put them away. I just pile them all in these laundry baskets, put them in my minivan, and off we'd go. But I had oh, so two- this is when the people were coming to look at your house. Yes, open, yes, open, yes. Open, and open. sometimes they don't give you much notice. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to come in ten minutes. Yeah, no, that, that okay? often that often mm-hmm. happens, and you want to sell your house, so you know you're in the position where, of course, you're going to say yes. So yeah, yeah don't say no. You know, we wanted to, I wanted to come clean as this outlier and Yvonne's saying that's what she might be looking for, but that's if you're on the side of you're the buyer. Today, we're really, our perspective is from that of the seller, you being Mm -hmm. the seller. And because, you know, probably 97% of the population is not an outlier and Mm -hmm. they would not to come to a house that is, they can picture themselves in a Mm -hmm. it's clean and bright you know b uh you know obviously there's budgetary considerations and location and all that but they have to have a certain feel from the house uh to really have it spark their interest so that's what we're going to talk to you about primarily today and i i love what anita said and i do have a really good tip about that as we go on and i will you know if i don't say it remind me of my really good tip but initially i think that if you're going to stage your home to sell and um, i have sold uh, eight homes and oh. in various parts of the country uh california new york and virginia uh the suburbs of New York, the eastern end of Long Island and New York City, and then LA and um, Alexandria, Virginia. So I, I am no stranger to this. So I, and I actually helped some uh, realtors here in my local area. I called in for what I call fluff staging. You know, I'm not somebody mm-hmm. who has storage mm-hmm. houses of sofas and things like that, but I will come in and do the vignettes and the flowers and the lighting and the candles and all that and kind of pillows. stuff. And the pillows. Into pillows and all of that. So I think clean, bright, and you want to give people the impression that this could be their home, you know, so mm-hmm. you don't want to have mm-hmm. a lot of personal belongings around or family photos. So oftentimes, you know, that is upsetting to people, but it is a good idea to take that down, uh, particularly if you've got a big gallery wall of, you know, photos from, you know, your, your wedding and your kids graduate from high school and all of that and stuff. It might appeal to some people because it feels like, oh, that's a cozy family home. But we're, we're looking for the majority of people. The majority of people are going to want to see it clean and bright and where they can picture their family living. Kelly, let me just jump in here because Mm -hmm. I think you said something so important. This is not maybe it, Maybe one or two things are not your preference, but we're talking about the majority. And I know that we've done our homework and we know what the, what quote unquote majority wants. It may be not what one or two people want, but we're talking about how to get the most eyes on a home. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where, so we're speaking to the majority. You know, uh, the other thing is, as I'm doing this, I'm thinking, wow, I want anybody who is not in the market for selling their home to think about this. And this is just so important. It may not be what you are do, what you want to do. In other words, it may not be you don't have a home to sell right now. However, you will have this is a really good way to live. Mm. because you have to think down the road, eventually you'll probably sell your house um, if your house doesn't outlive you and um, you want to live this way. Why not update as you go and enjoy what living in your home with 
updated things than scrambling around at the last minute because then it's going to cost, you know, most of us don't have, you know, that much money on hand. We do if we budget and do it as we go. Also, it's just really nice. It's a nice way to think, is my home um, sell ready just to live in? Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. And that's something that I see over and over again is that people do all wait on all these repairs to their house and then they wait till they sell the, sell the house. And then when somebody buys the house, that's when they, everything's all fixed. And meanwhile, the person's living with a broken this, a broken that mm-hmm. for years. And you think, why not? You know, you're going to have to do it to sell the house. Why not do it now and enjoy it? And the other thing I want to mention about staging a house is, you know, 10, 20 years ago, I don't know that people put a lot of thought into staging as much as they do now. Now well, <laughs> I'm seeing so many houses professionally staged and so many people training on how to do this professionally. And that's what you're going up against. All these houses are going to have be professionally staged. So you want your house. That's why it's just so important that you do stage it because you're that's what you're competing against. Mm-hmm. And I also think that I remember when I sold my first home, I knew enough that it had to be very appealing to sell. So at that time, I used like turtle wax to wax all of my um, tubs and sinks and um, shower stalls. You guys were sliding all over the because place. no, it just and all of sliding your and right all of the, the chrome and things. It just because it just sparkled. And the other thing I did, and I mean, I just knew this instinctively. I played low classical music, yes. and then I also baked simmered pie. potpourri before they came. Oh yeah, and baked like bakes. I remember I baked a raw apple cake one time. Yeah, and left it out Mm -hmm. just so it smelled good. And a lot of times the realtors will, you know, if you're having an open house, a lot of times they'll do that for you. Put the cookies in there and have it smelling so wonderful. Well, if you have my fabulous realtor friend, Lynette Soule of Berkshire Hathaway, if you live in my area, that you should definitely, if you're interested in selling your house, talk to Lynette. She's fabulous. She'd do all that for you. But um, yeah, it's really important. And I I love what you guys are saying about, you know, you don't turn us off because you're not selling your house this week. No. Because this is really good information about how to live your life. Tips, tips, tips. That's right. And making, not only making the repairs as you go along so you can enjoy them so you're not spending a ton of money at the end and then you don't get to reap the benefit of what you've done, you're selling it. But also when you're thinking about making uh, big renovations Mm -hmm. and big decisions about maybe the infrastructure of your home, you know, you want to think about, you know, hmm, is this going to be something that's going to add to my bottom line if and when I sell the house? You know, right. If you update the air conditioning, mm-hmm. that's probably going to do more for you than if you put in a pool. But if yeah. you have kids and you know you're going to enjoy the pool, <laughs> you know, put do, you know, do the pool. So remember the show Design to Sell? Remember that show? Did either one of you watch that on HGTV? Well, the whole point was what we're talking about. It was basically getting your house ready to sell to people. Uh And one of the things that, I mean, the thing that I got from that, I mean, the main thing was pull all this extra furniture out of your house. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I watched it so much. Uh, This was before I was blogging when I actually had time to watch TV. Um, So I was, but I love decorating. I watched it so much that 
we weren't even, we were years away from selling our house, but I went through and did this because it looked so good. Mm-hmm. It just made and more I thought, sense. this is probably the way to live. So I pulled out a, because I ended up collecting furniture. You know, all us people, all of us that love to decorate sometimes end up with too much stuff in our house. So I pulled out I don't know a lot. Like that. No, of course <laughs> you don't. But I pulled out a lot of furniture, consigned a ton of things. Because I was doing the pretend like I'm selling it thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the house so much better. And so that ah. was something I did years before I sold. So it's just kind of more confirming what we're saying. This is kind of the way you want to live, but this is something you definitely want to do. And I want to throw out my favorite tip of all time for everything, because I think it applies here. Go in, take a picture of every room. Oh, when you look yes, at those yes, pictures, yes, yes. pretend like you are the buyer and kind of look at that and say, what would I think if I were buying this house, I walked into this room, what do I see that I like that I don't like? And then use that as your guide to kind of decide what changes you need to make. And honestly, I think it's so much easier to make those decisions when you have the pictures in front of you. Okay, girls, I want to circle back to something that um, Kelly, that you said about when you're doing remodel, think about how much you want to spend, like, would this be good for resale? I have such a fabulous quote from Remodel Magazine, and they're talking about if you want to sell your house eventually, and here's what it is. It says, uh, the high end, now they're talking about kitchens, but this could be bathrooms or anything else. The high end kitchens don't return as much as mid range or minor kitchen remodels. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh I think sure. that's true because it's yeah. not as big an investment, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if, if you put in that Latida countertop that you, you know, that you think's gonna, that you love and you think will sell, well, maybe it won't. So I thought that was such an interesting quote to keep in mind when we're um, talking about right. uh, getting, keeping our homes. Um, well, uh, for example, so these ready. French, the French stoves, I think, are, are kind of heating up in popularity. And I, <laughs> so, want <to> put, <laughs> I so want to put one uh, in the mountain house where we're hoping to retire. But they're very expensive. And, you know, I know we're not going to get our money back on that. But, you yeah, know, sometimes yeah. you just do something because that's what you want. Like a pool. Yes, you're not exactly. getting your money back on a pool. If you want it, if you're putting it in, you're putting it in because you want it. Right. If well, you're so that's you know, you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But there are times to think, well, how, how many years am I going to live here? And is it worth that investment? Exactly. But before we talk about staging, can I think, can I just talk about some things that are absolute must that you must do when you're thinking about selling a house? And one is now is the time to say. I that. think yes. we should dive in. <laughs> Clean your home until it sparkles. Like make sure it is in a continuous state of clean because nothing <laughs> will not sell oh, a house. That just sounded so beautiful to me. <laughs> I think I just got a little sweaty. A continuous state of clean. Mm-hmm. No, and I mean literally when we sold one of our homes, and and our homes tended to sell really fast because I think I had them so ready. To, uh, for the, um, people to come in to look at to the people that are interested in buying that, like, we wouldn't even eat in our kitchen. I mean, I just figured, okay, for a month, we'll just go out and eat. And we had little kids. So we just kind of nice too. Well, because I didn't have (laughs) all that. I'm going to sell my house. I didn't have to do all that cleanup. So, um, the other thing is no clutter. And even if, if it's necessary, get professional help to clean out the clutter and, and here's just, I'm just going to tell you, don't put it in a storage place. For heaven's sakes, it's clutter. If, you know, you're just going to take clutter to the next house, yeah. make sure your closets are almost bare. 
Um, paint everything in your house as you go along. They say you're I telling was, all the tips. You have to slow oh, down. I, I thought you were just doing. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were nothing left. Two things. Oh, I, no. These are just overarching <laughs> things. Um, I just have like three or four points. Kelly, in we can just those. mute our mics. And, <laughs> and the, I thought we were gonna actually, girls. I'm sorry. I thought we were gonna talk about like how to stage it to get ready, not oh, yeah, not yeah. how to do other things. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just talk about paint and then I'll stop. I paint <laughs> everything. And it talked about painting things in neutral color. And just remember like things like painting the inside of your closet, painting your doors, painting your woodwork, paint those ceilings. Uh, and here's such a biggie. Remove your wallpaper. People may love wallpaper, but they probably won't love yours. And I know Ouch. that's awful, but, but, uh, yeah, I know I've read, I just read it over and over and over again and it makes common I've lived sense. It. The wallpaper in my house was awful in the house we had before when we moved in. Right. And it was dated. I think they put it in and then decided, oh, we don't want to spend the money changing that out. And then by the time yeah. I bought the house, it was 20 years old. And, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also because most people until the dawn of removable wallpaper and all that, which, you know, won't. We'll, that stuff won't be on the market and it'll probably be back down again. You know, that won't be hitting the market for 10, 15 years. The wallpaper people see when they come to look at a home in an open house, their first thought is, oh, taking that off. Yes, Even if they've exactly. never done it themselves, they have heard horror stories of someone with those yeah. little wheelie things. And, and the, yeah, the horror stories are true. They're yeah, true. They are true. So if you can get that off, uh, do it. And the only other one I have for this, like the, I, I'm calling it paint because it has to do with that is that I've been reading over and over and over again, remove popcorn ceilings. They actually, they really hurt resale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just be careful because sometimes they do have asbestos in them. So yep, they I don't want you to be do. exposed to that. So be, you know, just check make sure you know yeah well we're saying that that for everything just be careful and here's the here's the bottom line when you sell a house you are probably not going to i mean you are probably going to be a little bit scathed you're not going to come out unscathed because you probably will have to put money into your house most likely if you haven't been thinking this way all along, like we're advising you to. Um, and I'm looking at our gut, our rain gutters and Bobby just put those gutter guards, but some of them aren't working. And I'm thinking, oh, we've got to get to those, keep those cell red, um, um, our house ready to be sold. And, and not that we're going to sell Stone Gable. And I know that we'll probably need to replace a couple windows, which really breaks my heart because they're so expensive. But, um, yeah. You know, so, I could buy a sofa for that, but you know, it is what it is. Keep it. Hey, keep we're getting a new well <laughs> today. Oh, so. bless oh. your darling At heart, Anita. Oh, yeah, it was bad. So, yeah, don't. Oh, that's. Let's not talk about big expenses. But let right me now. let me just just uh, say one more thing. My son and daughter-in-law were in the market to buy a house, and they had planned to buy a house like in late fall, but. In the in the early early spring of the year before, they started just quote unquote looking to see what they wanted to buy. Well, they came upon an old house that was built in the 1930s in a wonderful established neighborhood that the, a young couple had bought and totally redid. I mean, except for the kitchen, but the kitchen was really kitschy and cute. But they updated some of it. It was so charming. 
that they said, well, we really like this house and it's a little early. Would you and daddy come and look at it? And we did. And I said to Christopher, if you don't call them and buy it now, you're just foolish. Like you're not going to find another house like this. And every single person that came into that house said, I could live here. I could live here. I could live here. Just be, and it was, it wasn't like super fancy, but the updates were so lovely and just so wonderful. And they had a beautiful, everything they did, they did well. Mm-hmm. And they sold that home. They got, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, they moved because Christopher got a job he could just say no to and um, couldn't say no to. And they sold that for quite a profit within like three years. And that's mm-hmm. really that's a that's a good thing to do because that's not often the case. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Can I go to the closets? Yeah, yes, of course. Go, let's okay. go into the closet today. Okay, so in the closets... So it's not just about getting rid of the excess stuff and stuffing it in your minivan, although I think that's a great (laughs) idea if you have that option. No, only when I had stuff out and they were coming in 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, if you need to, you can uh, get rid of things, you know, put things somewhere else, put it in a storage, um, you know, locker somewhere. But the thing I think about the closets that really help is to get some decorative containers that match if you have that look of this, and it's going to, if you kind of have some containers, boxes, uh, something structured where you look in there and it looks so neat and mm-hmm. designer, has a designer look, that is going to appeal to them because most people are going in there with messy closets. And if they see your closet, what it can be at its best, I think that's going to go a long way. At You're its smart. best. I love that. Yep. Yes, I so agree. Even if it's not a... um California closets or, you know, mm-hmm. closets by you sort of decor where it's all fitted and, you know, every sort of storage unit imaginable is tucked in there strategically. Even if it's just a plain old closet that you open up and there's a rod, if it smells funny, if it's got a mixture of wire hangers mm. and plastic from the dry cleaner and everything stuffed in there, that is very unappealing for someone to look at. And that's sort of very like too personal. You've taken away all your family photos and all that, but then they open the closet because they are for sure going to open the closet if they think and they're they, going to live there, right? Oh, so, they, they literally see your dirty laundry. Right. So clear <laughs> it out. Maybe, you know, if you go, if you want to keep it as a closet, you know, hang your, your three most fabulous outfits in there, you know, and then put these boxes or these storage uh, boxes like Anita's mm-hmm. talking about up on the shelf and make it look as presentable and make it smell good. Get one of the sachet sets from Bespoke Decor. Stick it in there. It will last you know, and you can leave and it a little. Them. It'll last the next twenty years. And some linen spray in there. I think linen. some lavender mm-hmm. linen so spray easy. would be good. Yeah. yeah. Or as, and my favorite, as, other than bespoke sachets, <laughs> is um, a, a cotton ball that has uh, essential oil on it. Nice. Yeah. Tucked oh away. yeah. Smells Definitely. wonderful. Stick them in your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, great so idea. Have lovely right. smelling shoes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you, makes it everything. A lot smell of good. people don't. I mean, if you're listening to decorating tips and tricks, you have. A fabulous imagination, probably, and you <laughs> love decor, and you can 
envision things that maybe the average person who's coming to look at your house can't, right? So you want to lay the groundwork to give them the, provide them the best environment for their, their imaginations to put themselves and their family in your home and how they would make it their own, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you, you'll see somebody like, oh, well, you could just do that. And why don't you just break through those two closets and you can make it one big walk-in? Well, most of the people aren't going to see that. So you have to make your house as hospitable in so many ways to them so they can picture how they can live there. And oh, that's such a good point. making the closets mm-hmm. as neat and clean and smelling as great as possible will go a long way to doing that. You know, when you're saying this, we have a huge, huge, big walk-in closet in our um, guest, in our um, master bedroom, but it's, it's just your basic, a shelf with rods and it's for Bobby and I. And I look at it, every time I go in, it's like, oh my gosh, like all of our clothes are like stuffed in there. We would be like the, what not to do, mm-hmm. but I would love to have um, not, I mean, I, I dream of having a closet like Anita's. Nobody does, but, um, I would just love to have something that's better organized. And you know what? This is going to spur me on. And every winter we take on like one or two home decor projects. And this may be it for the winter of 2019. There you go. Well, and yeah. so while you're working on it, another idea I have, if you've got enough room in your bathroom or in your closet, one thing you can do is put a really pretty, chair in there and maybe it's a small space maybe you can't do it maybe it's just a little ottoman a little poof to put in there to sit on but wouldn't that be inviting for them to see oh i can sit here and put my shoes on or oh look at that pretty chair and then when you're hanging your clothes i mean buy i bought all those nice hangers like they have at the department store i have they all match exactly and so I have those nice, I mean, why mess up your closet with a bunch of those, you know, uh, wire hangers? Uh, get the nice plastic ones yeah. that match yeah. and then have it color coordinated. I mean, when people see that you've put the detail like that into a space like your closet, they're going to feel like they took care of their house. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree gonna, with you. You're absolutely right. When yep. you said in the beginning, that will resonate and that, that will be the overlay to their impression of your entire home. Your plumbing pipes will, <laughs> they will think they're better plumbing, but they must have copper pipes because did you notice all their hangers match? Because I mean, it's just human nature. Okay. Right? They're gold. Well, then let's just get out of the bedroom closet. Let's get down to our like coat closets. And I, I have to continually clean those out because they, they, they contain co- coats that if I left them in there, I wouldn't use for like 10 years and go like, Oh, I wondered where that was. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that you have your, any of your coat closets. We have one by our garage door and we have two flanking our front door. One's in a dish closet, but the other one, keep that looking so nice. Paint the inside of it because they get scuffed up. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, especially things like that. Now my one by my, my garage door hasn't has enough room to put like my um and an outlet for my uh vacuum cleaner a few other things but keep those as pristine as possible um let's talk about this next thing and i think this is so important replace anything that does not work mm-hmm. and Absolutely. think like this a new 
fill in the blank probably won't increase my the sale price of my house, but because this is a maintenance in, in, um, maintenance issue, it will bring lots more buyers into your home. Nobody, you know, okay, you've got a burner that doesn't work. Well, maybe replacing that that stove, you you may not get that. It'll not increase the value of your house, but people are going to look like at your doorbell that doesn't work, your uh, burner that doesn't work, your cabinet door that doesn't close all the way. You're not going to get those buyers to your house because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yes. Yeah, so all of that is important. And you mm-hmm. just, if you have to hire somebody for a day or two, make your list. Don't, you know, don't think of it a week later after the guy is gone, you know, make a really nice thorough list, go through each room in your home, you know, make sure all the doorknobs work, check, you know, have your air filters replaced, all of that good stuff. And maybe you can get it done in one visit, or maybe it's something that you and uh, whoever you're living with in the house can help you with. And you can clear that all up and cross all those off your list. Um, And Mm we're, there was a mention of about the clutter. Yeah. And clutter doesn't, as Anita said, clutter doesn't just mean paper and doodads and your kids' backpacks and stuff like that. Clutter can be furniture as well. And Anita covered that in the beginning. You know, you want to, that's what a professional stager does. Probably one of the first things they do. If there's if it's not a house that really needs a major paper mess, you know, trashy kind of revisit, then they will just go in and they will clear out the furniture because mm, most people right. have too much furniture. Mm-hmm. And then and you want a room to seem uh, airy and larger than maybe it really is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking about giving a room a feeling of being more open and airy, another thing you can do is make sure those window treatments are pulled back, opened up, because I know some people like all the drapes closed and all the shades, you know, closed all the way because of, you know, whatever reason. Um, privacy, whatever. But when you're, you've got people coming to look at your house, you absolutely want those shades up all the way, the curtains pulled all the way open. You want the maximum amount of light you can into flooding the room. You want it to feel that light and bright and nothing says dark and dank. And I don't want to stay like a room where the shades are all mm-hmm. closed right. up. And get mm-hmm. your windows cleaned because that's going to go a long way. Oh, that as absolutely. Well. Let them sparkle. And if your home is on the smaller side or, you know, even if it's a, you know, a really nice mid-sized home, if you're going to paint anyway and you need to paint, uh, choose a nice neutral and you may want to change the draperies in the public rooms to something that's matching the color of the walls because that will also give a sense of more space and make the rooms all seem larger Mm -hmm. because it'll be seamless. Another thing that you should do is add a sign of life to every room. And when I'm talking about this, I said, I'm talking about a plant or Mm -hmm. um, flowers or something that has been living like moss balls. We've talked about things like that. So often when we talk about decorating, but we really need to do that, double that up when we're talking about um, uh, to selling our house, that these signs of life are so important. And you can, you, you can have some personal pictures, but really edit them down and make sure that they're very tasteful. Yeah. A- another thing you're talking about cleaning your windows Make sure every floor is at its best. So if you have hardwood floors, 
make sure they're clean, make sure they, um, they're, the, the shine hasn't worn off of them. And even if you have wall to wall, make sure you clean, have your rugs professionally cleaned. And if they're shabby, go for a mid grade, replace them, go for a mid grade very a lighter neutral colored rug, especially if you don't, if you just have um, uh, just, you know, baseboards underneath. Okay. And let's talk about lighting. Um, that lighting mm, okay. is really something that uh, I, I emphasize in, in, all the time uh, for myself in the evening, mm-hmm. all the time. I like to have candle lights and all that, but lighting is crucial when you're trying to sell your house. You'll notice if you have a real a good real estate agent, when they come in to do an open house or something, they're going to go put on all the lights in your house, right? So if mm-hmm. you don't have enough mm-hmm. lights, your house is not going to look great. So you want to have three sources of lighting all the time. You want to have ambient, task, and accent lighting. So if that means going to TJ Maxx or Home Goods and buying a lamp or dragging a lamp out of your storage and you know, mm-hmm. putting it out, just adding an accent lamp, do it. Uh, and it's, I'm not talking about like the fluff candles and all that then. Real lighting will, will make a difference. And if you can get the, the lights put on dimmers, if that's not going to be too uh, costly for you, I would suggest doing that if you don't already have it. Oftentimes they do like a broker's open in the evening and it's just so lovely to people come in with the nice soft lighting. They'll have a whole different impression of your home at that time of day. Okay, then let's just stay with lighting, though. Uh, I think it's so important that you, uh, if you have, look at your uh, chandeliers, things that are over your table, things that are over your sink, um, things that are over your vanities. If they are very dated, replace them. It is not expensive. You don't have to replace them with something very expensive. And you can get um, lighting at very reasonable prices nowadays. So I think that's a, um, if you're going to, and also look at your hardware in your kitchen. Those are the things that if you update, make such a difference in the overall look of your home. Yeah. And something that's not actually going to cost you anything that I think is going to help have a pleasing effect to your rooms, similar to pulling back those uh, curtains, is to go for symmetry in the room and make sure that it feels balanced because you want There's something about that symmetry and the feeling of balance to a room. When you walk in, it's kind of one of those, I don't know what it is about this room, but I like it. It Mm, feels comfortable. Good point. When there's clutter, when it feels off kilter, when there's jarring colors that people don't like, then then they feel like, "Mm, I have a bad feeling about this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of these decisions, they really are made on that feeling that they get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's agree not, with you, Anita. The first, yeah. like like um, Kelly was saying, that's a first impression. Like, I just have a really good feel about this house. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, because oh, I mean, think wow. about it. They're only going to be in your house. I mean, if they stay at an open house more than an hour, you might think they're stalkers. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they're a half hour, an hour, you know, something like that, maybe 15 minutes. So that, you got to grab him then. And if you take all these tips, I think that you're going to have a really easy time doing it, even in a tough market. And it's a stressful time when you're selling your mm-hmm. house. It's, it's, it's unnerving to have people walking through your home and, you know, they're, you might even hear them if you're nearby commenting on your choices or, you know, then they, they might no, don't stay like in it, your house <laughs> and then they don't like it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it, it's stressful. So just, you know, recognize that, do all these things to minimize the stress, have it go 
be a fast and simple process that, you know, definitely works in the positive for you. And I think uh, our tips are going to take you a long way towards that. I have one thing that I wanted to mention that I had alluded to earlier about, as Anita said, you know, having the overall impression and of the fact that you've taken care of this home and you've cared for it and, and it was important to you. So you've done the right things while you've lived there. Okay. Obviously we don't, we hope it's not just an impression that you've actually done this for the most part, right? But adding onto that to give people the sense that and the confidence and some information to back that up, what I like to do after my eight sales is I get a big Ziploc full, um, bag or a folder and I put in all the packets and all the manuals, um, you know, the um, owner's manuals and sometimes even the receipts for the bigger ticket functional items like the AC or the alarm system of all that stuff. How does all of this work? You know, what is the serial number of certain things? I'll put it all in there. Then I'll do a sheet typed out of the workers that I have had, you know, people that I would recommend to someone else. So they have something to start out with. And I've even gone so far as to, and my real estate agent loved this idea and she started doing it. It's putting in, you know, a list of maybe some local restaurants, uh, takeout places, um, hair cutters. If you know that people have kids, you know, maybe uh, something about the schools or pediatric dentist, just something to help them. It's very welcoming. It also certainly shows that you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's. And actually, even my hairdresser, he has given me some coupons that I stuck in there. So if they did buy the house and they lived in the area, they could get, uh, you know, 20% oh, off that's their adorable. hair yes, cutters. Yeah. So I, you know, it's not for, you know, the casual open house person, but when you're getting down the line and people are interested and they, you think they're going to put in an offer, have a packet like that available for them. Mm-hmm. Hey, great girls, idea, we are, Kelly. I like that. We're really running over, but I think we need to revisit this. We haven't talked about a curb appeal and what to do on the outside of your house because that is truly the first impression. Yeah. And maybe going room by room and, and given tips uh, as far as rooms. Uh, even if you don't have a home to stage for sale, these are great ideas to use in your own home. And we'll do a, a part two coming up soon. We want to thank you for listening. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www com, or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.